There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Now, on to Rabbits versus the Dragons. Uh, this was definitely one of those games where huge concerns with the Dragons. Huge, huge concerns. And look, they've a couple of years ago, similar situation happened where they were really poor in the, the trials. They eventually did, you know, were hanging around the middle of the table, so it wasn't a disaster. But I... Um, I really think the Dragons are in a, a bit of a tough spot at the moment. I, the way they played, the energy they played with, um, it's, yeah, I'm concerned. Mudgy, nice weather, fantastic field. They didn't even look like they were happy to be playing footy again, right? That was like, I, 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 the biggest thing for me was just their body language in general. Even after they'd conceded tries, it was just, uh, I hate to say it, but they, they look like to me a team waiting for their coach to get sacked. Oh, like I, 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 apologies, Dragons fans, but I've, every Dragons fan I've spoken to sort of agrees. Like uh, it's tough to watch, and you know we, we we spoke on the weekend about it. Like fuck, I feel sorry for Benny Hunt. Yeah, it's it's bizarre, man. I mean, I think Tyrell Sloan's a perfect example. Comes into the grade confident, explosive. You can see all the talent, and then just ever since. You know, last year he just his confidence is shattered. He just his confidence is shattered, and he has. We know he's a gun. Everyone knows, can see it. Boom! It's right there in front of our eyes, like super fast, silky hands, all that. But you know, once again, these these confidence errors and all that kind of stuff. I just I wonder whether like I I just I want to know what the environment's like there. Like, what is like. All the things that happened last year, younger players wanting to leave, people not turning up to the awards night ceremony. Now, apparently that there was a reason for that, that it was put on weeks and weeks after the year had ended and people were away or whatever. I mean, it's still not a great look. It's just all of these little things that happen. Well, not little things, they're big things. And you go like, 
it, like what's the environment like there? Yeah. Is everyone happy? Is everyone energetic? Does people want to be there? I don't know. But mate, even with that <laughs> awards night, if if that if the reason was that it was put on too late, what the fuck are the dragons doing? Mm. Like you, 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 they just have a find a way of creating headlines for themselves, as if that was ever going to go down well. Mm. But they put it so late that players couldn't show up. It's just strange. I just it's I just cannot for for the life of me like. I just want to know what's going on. Like, I want to know what the vibe is. I want to know, like, what, what's the chat like internally? Because, um, unfortunately, like, most of their players are just not playing to their ability outside of maybe Ben Hunt. Well, I was saying to Matty before, like, yeah, you have a thing about what the Dragons did well last year. Ben Hunt, obviously. I would say the next best thing they did was probably Moses Sully. They've moved him to the other side of the field. I don't understand that. With Lomax and Sully swapping... Now, can you please check for me? I'm pretty sure Hook has said it's for defensive reasons. But it's like, so you lose your best attacking outside back and you move your other, Suli, who was incredible last year. Like, I, didn't, I wasn't watching games going, oh, this Suli edge is, is really, it's really poor. It needs Lomax over there. And is Lomax, like, such a good defender that it's going to change much? Like, he's a good... So, he's a good Defensive center, there's no denying that for sure. I just, it makes no sense to me. Like, it makes no, no sense, sense at all. Yeah, I can't, <clears throat> I can't figure out what the logic is with it at all. I don't, like, because, like, even you even watch, like, there were moments where Lomax would get the ball, he'd do an in and away, but he would carry the ball on his inside hand because that's, that's, he's a right hand carry. Yeah. And so it's not, he's not just like a meter. Like, the thing with Suli is, like, yeah, he definitely has the explosiveness to be, you know, a, a game breaker for sure. But he is also a meter eater. Like, that's the kind of player he is. So you can afford to have him on whatever side. Um, but but uh, just, yeah, it's surprising. Like, and, and you know what? Mo, Moses Sully, he's a, um, he's a right-hand carry. So, I mean, it does not not make sense for him to be over there. But you've got Zach Lomax, who's got this incredible offload, and he could be so dangerous. I, I, why not coach him to be the best fucking centre in the comp using his skill set? Well, but... I, what I'm not understanding is if it's moved for defence, are you saying Suli wasn't defending well? I, I thought he was – I there wasn't it. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't get it. There's a there's a, a lot of articles saying that, but the quotes from Vic Griffin are quite vague. Uh, yeah. The ones I can see anyway. Maybe he said it on the telecast and doesn't show up on Google, but, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a little vague. What does he say? He just, he just says pretty much going off the St. Helens game, he's like, oh, we just wanted to see what it was like. Pretty much, like he didn't really give. But then he kept being there the next week anyway. Yeah. And also, like, uh, are they really in a position to be testing? No. Like they need. You've actually found something that works in this team, and you want to change that. Like, if I got you to write down a list of ten things the dragon should probably be working on, is it the centers? No, no, not at all. I don't think. I'm not sure. You know, there's always. What I will say is, is there's always a. A reason for things. There's a method to his there's, madness. Yeah, there's always yeah. like something that has been seen internally, whether it's video sessions that they're doing or whatever. They're, usually coaches aren't just making decisions willy-nilly. So there's always reasons. But for me, it's just like I don't really feel like that's that's on the highest priority list, especially with Lomax specifically is like what makes him dangerous is his ability to defend and flick. Like that's his signature move. Now, look, does he need to like – Pull it in a little bit, yeah, for sure. Like you need to make the right calls every now and then. But I mean, when he's at his best, he's on the 
cusp of origin selection. Well, he's been hasn't he been in the, the squad before? Yeah, he's been in the squad. Been yeah. in the squad. Um, so, like, he, he's yeah. the guy you like. Ben Hunt's the main guy. There's no doubt about that. But Ben Hunt's not going to be there for the next ten years. Zach Lomax could be. Well, he's on. A, he's on like a. It was signed a five year deal a couple of years ago, and he's on massive coin. Yeah, I, I don't know what to read into this dragon side, and I think that your Lomaxes and your Tyrell Sloan they they personify for me where the dragons are at right now. Because we know how good they are. Yeah, we know how talented they are. They know they've got all this ability, but they just can't put it together. There's inconsistencies, there's errors, they don't look overly happy. There's just, yeah, I, I don't know. It's I made that like that, that try that they conceded to Latrell Mitchell off the scrum. Mm. It's Latrell Mitchell, that's fine. Oh, I would have backed us to score that try. They, they, they didn't go near him. Mm. It's tough, man. And you saw after they scored, the body language, they all just sort of stood there. There's no, I don't know, it's like they're... I don't know, like there's, no, there's only so much that Ben Hunt can say and do. It just, it doesn't have energy. Like, yeah. the, and I know, like, we've kind of said it quite a bit in the off-season, but I just don't feel energy from the club. Like, I don't feel like, it, I don't know, I don't know. And I think that performance kind of showed it. Like, there just wasn't that much energy going. Like, it just doesn't seem like they're all on the same page and they're all happily moving forward towards a goal. I, I'm not sure. And look, that's just... Guesswork from me outside looking in, but unfortunately, the problem is as well. Don't they have round one buy as well? They, they, yeah, exactly. So right. they sit on this for ages, and it, yeah. like the score is forty two twenty four. But I mean, the Rabbitohs put the cue in the rack. Like, oh, fuck, mate. The score compliments the Dragons heavily, like, in my opinion. It's you know, and then you you know Sloan. I'm not sure. What it, like, is, do we know whether there was something going on in his personal life? Maybe, but like being in tears after the game, like. Fuck the poor bloke. He's under so much pressure, like yeah. that. That he is he's in tears after the game. That's how much pressure he's feeling to play rugby league. That he made a couple of errors and he's in tears at the end of the game. And again, excuse me if he's got other personal things going on. Um, but you never want your young gun to feel that much pressure in a trial that he's in tears after it because he had a couple of errors. You want him to be like, you know, it's 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 funny because we talked about. When a player makes an error, you want to be like, the boys to be angry at him. But you also want him to be comfortable enough to know, like, yep, you made the errors, but it's all good, mate. We can sort it. Like, it's the wrong thing to do. It's all good. Whereas when you're breaking down after a game, it feels like the poor kid's under too much pressure. Like, he's not, he doesn't seem happy. It's just too much pressure. Yeah. And I mean, like, you have a look at that game on the weekend, like, Bud Sullivan. It was reported he was going to be the first choice 5'8". He's obviously coming back from injury, so he came off, off the bench. <coughs> Mozambique played a large portion of that game at 5'8". You would have to assume that by the time round two rolls around, they're also the last game in round two, Sunday 6.15, you would have to assume that Bud Sullivan is available for selection. Yeah, for sure. Jack for Bird sure. will be back. Yeah. Like, the, the team they ran out with the other day, they have to change all those combinations mm. all over again anyway. And... And I hate to say it, but after that performance the other day, and I, I actually think Moses and Byers actually played all right in his last two games, mm. it wouldn't surprise me if he's named at fullback for round two. It really wouldn't, knowing Hook. Oh, surely you just got to stick with Sloan. Last surely. two weeks last season. Surely you got to stick with Sloan here. Like, oh, man. Anyway, so look, let's just hope with the Dragons trials – they have proven before that they've struggled in trials and yep. they've come out and gone okay in the season. 
let's hope that's the case because unfortunately it was just just yeah it was pretty poor like pretty poor it just just didn't seem to work for him um now onto the rabbitos uh i thought they looked incredible <laughs> i thought they looked fantastic no very good yeah they um, looked it almost like they were it's it's funny when you compare the two sides like and it's it's a bit unfair because obviously rabbitos have the superstars and all that kind of stuff but one side looks like energetic happy loving it keen as mustard and the other side seems you know a bit tired a bit down a bit scared to make mistakes a bit worried at times like there's like a worried about them whereas the rabbitos seem carefree happy engaged loving it um they were great and you, you can see a club like it's so evident to see a happy club mm. like even canterbury in in their game you say like they got played off the park, but they you could see that it's a happy squad. And South Sydney, that looks like it's so much fun to be a part of. Oh, 100%. Look like they're, they're just enjoying everything they do. Mate, when Cody Walker scored that second try, went left foot, left foot, and essentially went through untouched. He's a freak. Yeah, absolute freak. He, he, he's last like five years attacking-wise, if you look, look at it statistically. It's like one of the best attacking five years ever, ever. And if you go back to his, you know, the year before that, he, he wasn't in first grade. It's incredible. Mm. What he's done is beyond belief, Cody Walker. Um, I, I was very impressed with him on the weekend. I thought Ilias held his own. Um, you text me about Damien Cook. Very impressive. I think Damien Cook's in for a big year mm. because I think that he's a competitor and he's got left out of that Australian squad. You know, he eventually, Appy eventually started in origin. Yep. So he's been demoted in the Origin Arena and in the Australian Arena. I think he's got a point to prove it and to say, like, hey, my, my fight is not over. Like, I'm not just conceding the fact that, okay, here's the new breed and I'm, I'm Dunskis. I actually think we're in for a big year from Cookie. I think the other thing with him, obviously he got left out of the Australian squad, which, to be honest, I would have left him out of the Australian squad too, but no one spoke about it. Mm. Wasn't a big deal. Wasn't a big deal at all. And if, if I was Cookie, that, and I, I know what Cookie's like, that would have and should have pissed him off because mm. that was his jersey. Well, even Cookie, not be, like, so he's been an 80-minute hooker for New South Wales for years now, and he gets put to the bench and a little bit of talk about it, but not, not yep. too much. And I mean, how, like, everyone is praising Reese Robson to the cows come home. People <coughs> are talking about him as an origin. Like, we've spoken about it. Cookie, I mean, as it stands right now, if he's not in the origin team this year, I, I'm not going to fall off my chair. Mm. Which is, is unfair because he's, he's been there so many years and killed it at origin level. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, as I said when I messaged you, I really think he's in for a big year. He looks energised. And I actually don't think he's been that bad the last few years. A little bit quiet last year. Probably, I, I thought he was solid. I don't think he played, I definitely don't think he's played. Put it this way, I haven't seen Damien Cook play a bad year of rugby league in, in quite a while. Um, I would probably say like last year was a little bit quiet, but I, w- yeah. I wouldn't call it bad at all. You know, you know what I loved about his game on the weekend? He had three line break assists. He had two try assists. He only ran for 38 metres. Yeah. So it's not like he's just that running hooker and that's no. it, which well, he was for a while He's there. become he's, create, creator. He's crafty. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Which, to be honest with you, that, 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 was my, that, that was why I was so high on Appy last year compared to Cook because of how crafty Appy was. But you're starting to see it in Cook's game. I, uh, I walked in here this morning and Matty said to me, how good is it that we're in the midst of the – Cam Murray era, and I thought, oh, fuck, here we go. But he's right. Oh, yeah. Cam it's Murray. scary what Cam Murray's doing. Oh, he's good. So good to watch. Just so well-rounded footy player. 
Like, he's the most well-rounded forward in the competition, I think. Um, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Can ball play quick, strong, quick play the ball, good footwork. It's, it's the quick play the ball that kills teams. Oh, it annihilates teams. Yeah. Annihilates Just, teams. Good in, like incredibly good in defence. Yeah, it's not a, not a bad shout. Um, yeah, so look, Rabbitohs, I thought they looked really good. I think I also think Tom Burge is in for a huge year yeah. for a mixture of things. Um, it's his last year on contract, and he's still a premier front rower. And so, like, I think that he – I actually thought he was really good at the World Cup as well. Yep. Um, last year, didn't he, did he struggle with injury last year a little bit? A lot. Yeah, he got suspended, and then during that suspension, he, he got injured, and then, yeah, he was – there was like no report. It was just minor injuries and he was in and out, in and out. Yeah, in back and out. end of the year, yeah. So I reckon he's in for a massive year. A massive year. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens around contract time though. Because like he hasn't been re-signed yet. So clearly either the club hasn't offered or they've offered too low. Um, and you can tell like they've got a number of guys. They've got Shaq Mitchell. They've got David Mowali. These guys they've been easing in. I, I, I think Harmsell is ready to absolutely explode once he's back from injury. So it will be an interesting year for Tom. Um, I think last year, because of Tom's injuries, I think at the start of the year, I would have said he's sort of like the alpha front rower. Totola probably took that mantle <coughs> for me at periods during last year. So Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens this year because obviously he's not, well, let's hope he's not injured as much. But Totola's just definitely matured into like, the guy, yep. or at least it's like he's like I feel like he's almost a year behind Tarpanet in regards to like the passing of the mantle. Yeah, um, you know, like Papali'i passed it Tarpanet. I, I don't think it's fully passed yet because I think Tom Burgess probably still has another two year or two left in him as the main guy. But there were definitely periods last year where he was the main guy, Junior Totola. It's great to see uh, David Miley too. Played 40 minutes, 119 yep. metres. He, he was obviously scored a try, uh, but it was it was all the other stuff that really stood out from all of his metres through the middle. I thought he was very impressive. Um, what did you think of the game, Maddie? Yeah, I, that's what I was looking for because Sele and Havili are both out. I was looking at Shaq Mitchell and Miley probably the most to see because I was actually surprised that um, I thought Mwali would be next up, but Shaq was named at 17. Not that it really mattered because the whole extended bench played, but th- them two were great. Both of them were – they had pretty similar stats. They were both really good. I'm a big fan of Dave, Dave and Mwali. I really like how they've eased him into it. But, yeah, as I said to Guru on the way in, you j- I just – just Cam Murray. He's just we're, – we're entering his – I saw someone write this on Twitter. I couldn't agree with them more. Like, we're entering just the peak Cam Murray years – and he's just unbelievable. And I thought, back to your thing with Cook, kind of with Cody as well, as a South fan or just as a rugby league fan, I guess, like because they're pretty, like they're getting old, they're like 32, 33. You kind of wait for, all right, when are they going to slow down? Like particularly Cook playing in the middle so much. Um, and I'm, you're kind of like waiting for, waiting for that. And even around contract time last year, I was like, oh, if one of them is going to go, is it going to be Cook, blah, blah, blah. But both of them were in the top two or three players in uh, on the weekend for South. So oh, I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed as a South fan, especially with, like, the big dogs. Mm. Uh, Tom Burgess, he ran for 152 metres, like yeah. the most metres of anyone in the team. Isn't it wild just off um, what Matty just said? Like, And I'm sure you, you'll be able to touch on it more, Kempi, but, like, I remember, you know, when, when you were playing and guys had hit 31 and – 
Like it was evident. It's like they had yeah. 31 written on their forehead. Mm. You could just tell from year to year that they'd got older. Like some of these guys are getting better at 32, 33. I know, it's wild, eh? It's, <clears throat> yeah, you're almost like. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 30 is a death sentence nearly yeah. back in the day. Nowadays, they're well, almost... Like that, that, that was the common wrong side of 30. Yeah. You just, it's it's not the case now. Yeah, like, really You've almost got to be the wrong side of 34 to be in trouble now. Yeah. Absolutely. It's almost like the, the, the player's peak is, is going from 27 to 30 instead of, you know... Anyway. Um, yeah, great stuff from Rabbitohs. Really, really good stuff. Uh, exciting times. At the Rabbitohs, they continue to just be a good, happy club that are playing for each other. It's going to be interesting to see who takes the role of those senior players over the next few years, but I, um, I have faith in the Rabbitohs that they'll be able to, to sort that out. Because you've got to remember, this is the next batch that was after Greg English, Sam Burgess. You know, like, a lot of clubs fucking fall off the wagon when yep. stuff like that. When you lose a guy like Sam Burgess, Greg Inglis, Dan Gagai to an extent, like, clubs completely derail, losing yeah. literal legends. Like, a lot of people think Sam Burgess is the best back row or 13 ever, um, you know, or forward or ever. And a lot of people think Greg Inglis is the best outside back Especially because both of them didn't retire, didn't plan to retire. They yeah. both got injured and just had to bounce. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's like impressive. credit to the club that they've managed to stay top tier through this whole time. And the guys that have stepped into those roles aren't the guys that were under. <clears throat> GI and they, like Cody Walker, they found out of nowhere. Mm. Damien Cook, they got from reserve grade at Canterbury. Latrell Mitchell, they obviously got from the Roosters, but they've brought them in and... And then you've brought together, the, you know, these young guys that came through the junior grades, like your Campbell Grahams and these sort of guys that are Cam Murrays that have just gone to a new level. It's uh, they're a fantastic club at the moment, mate. Yep, absolutely. Uh, now, before we get to the next one, head into Fleet Street Camp Hill. Say hi to Matt and grab a case of mini for a chance to win a bloke party shirt. Plus, a shout out to our stockers. Um, this is in New South Wales, so New South Wales listeners, listen. Ye celebrations. Head in there, grab a case of bloke bar, bloke in a beer, bloke in a beer, bloke in a bar. Uh, currently on special. Then there's Celebrations Glenory. Owner uh, Alan is currently stocking both the lager and the midi. Uh, and he always has a competitive price. IGA Liquor Trigger. So that's T-R-E, Trigger. Um, Trigger, maybe. Uh, so head into IGA Liquor Trigger. It's spelled T R E. G E A R. You boys know what how to say that? No, sorry. Trigear. I G A Liquor Trigear. Uh competitive prices. Uh bloke lager, six pack, sixteen ninety nine and midi fifteen ninety nine. I G A Liquor Trigear. Liquor Emporium St. Peter, Willa Drive Through Supercellers, Porters Marubra. Head into Porters Marubra, guys. There have been a supporters from Day Dot. Support them. Porters Marubra. Tea Gardens Hotel Bondi Junction and the Kuji Bay Hotel. I didn't know I was, I didn't know I was stocked there. My dreams come true. Mate, I have to go in. That's crazy. I didn't literally know that. How good. Tea Gardens Hotel and Bonnet Junction's a, a good one too. Really? Not a bad place? Okay. Yeah. Could you buy a hotel, eh? I'll, I'll be down there on the weekend. <laughs> Say hello. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.